0: And this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. And if you're just tuning in, we've been speaking with Chicago business owners about how they're dealing with inflation. Now, let's zoom out a bit and discuss what's driving up costs and what the Federal Reserve is doing to stem the tide. Here to help us dig into these issues is Philip Braun. He's a clinical professor of finance at Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. Philip, welcome to Reset.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's start with some news we got today, Philip. The Consumer Price Index report for March came out this morning. Inflation is higher than it's been in decades. What's your reaction to the report?
1: I'm not surprised. I expect inflation to continue to rise uh, into the near future uh, because the Federal Reserve is not doing enough to control it, as well as the uh, Russian-Ukraine war are also driving prices up. I'm not the price.
0: You know, let me ask you this. Which industries do you see as being most impacted by inflation right now?
1: Energy. Well, uh, energy prices are have gone way up uh, because of the war. So that's the number one industry. Number two would be uh, food sector. Food prices are up 10% uh, year over year. So uh, it's another sector that really impacts households. And uh, those two sectors, I think, would highlight the most.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's get into how this might be impacting small businesses. Why does it seem that small businesses are impacted by inflation more than big corporations?
1: Small businesses don't have the bargaining power uh, in terms of purchasing goods. And small businesses are suffering because of uh, rising wages and difficulty finding employees. So, um, they really get impacted a lot by inflation and it's difficult for them to raise prices without losing customers. So they're a real balancing act that they have to work through.
0: Yeah. You know, we just heard from a few business owners who have to weigh raising prices at the risk of turning away customers. Is that the choice most entrepreneurs are making right now?
1: Yes, it is. Um, they uh, they have no choice but to, to raise prices. Um, the question they have to ask is, well, how much do I have to pay? How much do I have to increase wages and keep my employees happy? Um, so it's a, it's a difficult situation for them.
0: Right. Now, Philip, you wrote in Forbes that it's impossible to get a clear picture of inflation because there are so many intermingling factors. Can you spell some of those factors out for us?
1: Sure. So um, so we ask the question, what's causing inflation? Uh, people highlight supply chain disruptions. and the supply chain disruptions really affect small businesses. The other, another cause is because of the pandemic rising uh, um, rising consumption, because of the pandemic relief programs. And finally, what the Federal Reserve did and is doing, the Federal Reserve stepped into the bond markets in the U.S. and purchased a lot of bonds uh, because the, the bond markets were didn't have what we call enough liquidity. It was difficult to buy and sell bonds. So, mm-hmm. the Fed, by doing this, the Fed injected a lot of new money into the economy, and mm-hmm. that caused inflation to go way up. Also, so mm-hmm. those those three factors.
0: Well, you mentioned consumer demand can- Can you talk about how that can drive up inflation
1: um it, it uh, it's too much consumer demand, so it's sort of overheats the economy and then on top of that uh small businesses other businesses are having a hard time finding employees, and so they have to raise prices and there's so much consumer demand um they try to capture some of the demand by raising prices, also.
0: Right, you know businesses are also trying to attract workers with competitive wages. How does the labor market fit into inflation rates?
1: Um, right now, uh, the labor market's responding to the inflation. The concern is that the labor market is going to start um, forecasting inflation and build. And inflation into wages and push inflation even higher. So, right now it's uh, just responding to it, but the worrying outcome is it's going to start uh, predicting inflation and drive inflation. Mm-hmm.
0: This is Reset. on am Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. And that's Philip Braun, clinical professor of finance at Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. We're talking about the impact inflation is having on small businesses. You know, Philip, a lot of people are comparing the economy right now to 1982 when the U.S. was in recession. Can you talk about what's the same and different between then and now?
1: The, um, so we have to first answer the question, how do we lower inflation? How do we control inflation? And most of that responsibility falls on um, the U.S. Federal Reserve. Uh, and that's what occurred in 1982 also. So in 1982, the Federal Reserve intervened into the markets, caused interest rates to go way up. Uh, interest rates go way up. That slows consumer demand. It so uh, slows investment demand by corporations, slows the economy down, but it brings inflation down. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, we would like the Federal Reserve to do something similar to this uh, in terms of to bring inflation down. The Federal Reserve has to increase interest rates like they did in 1982 to, to a large extent. So in 1982, interest rates uh, went into 20, 21 percent uh i don't know if we need to raise interest rates so high today uh but we do need to in, uh, increase interest rates substantially and the federal reserve is not moving in that direction
0: can 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 inflation cause a recession
1: no it's not really inflation that causes the recession it's the uh the federal reserve's response to inflation that causes the uh recession
0: right and yeah, now, let me ask you this: How how the policies that have been this impact by decided by President Biden has how much of a blame or sort of how much do you put this on President Biden's actions or an in inaction?
1: Um, I don't think uh, uh, President Biden should receive any blame for the current inflation. It was all caused by by forces uh, outside of him, and and there's. The the White House never, never has uh, the ability to control inflation. So the critique of President Biden that he's not doing enough to fight inflation, well, there's very little he can do to fight inflation. And it's really up to the Federal Reserve.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you, you mentioned the war in Ukraine. How much of an impact is the war in Ukraine having an effect on all of this, inflation and recession?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fair amount, so a lot of the inflation is coming from the energy sector. So energy prices, gasoline prices, uh, um, are way up. Crude oil is way up. All that's being caused by the war. Uh, food prices are going up, uh, particularly wheat. Wheat prices because of the war. Uh, Ukraine and Russia are both large exporters of wheat. And and the Ukraine right now cannot export any wheat, so it's a major factor, and it's going to be a major factor as long as the war goes on.
0: Right, right. You know, have I heard the the term stagflation, where inflation keeps going up and there's high unemployment too? Is is that a concern here?
1: Um, Not yet, but it could be. So stagflation, you're you're correct, is a period when we have both high inflation. Uh, high unemployment, and slow economic growth. The, uh, the way uh, what creates this is uh, the Federal Reserve responding to high inflation. They basically uh, push the economy down, possibly into recession, make unemployment go up, economic growth down. And so you'll simultaneously have inflation and a poor economy. So uh, the Federal Reserve is, is not doing enough today. Uh, to move the US economy into recession. They're moving very slowly. They're not very aggressive. So right now we don't have to worry about stagflation. But because the Federal Reserve is not not acting appropriately, inflation's going to be with us for quite a while.
0: So you think they you feel like they they should be raising interest rates at this time?
1: Yeah, much quicker and higher than they are. That's correct.
0: All right. All right. And um, if you were controlling the Federal Reserve, how high would you make it go? By a quarter of a percent? Higher?
1: Uh, Higher. Half a percent uh, probably in the next six weeks or so. And by the end of the year, uh, Maybe up to four, five, six percent.
0: Okay, well, just explain a little bit more about for those of us who aren't clinical professors of finance. How does raising the interest rate would slow inflation? Is it just by the the the, well? You explain it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, so it makes it more expensive to borrow money. So corporations borrow less money, and so therefore they invest less. Uh, consumers' households will, stop, uh, will decrease their spending on, on things like refrigerators and cars because the interest rates are so high. So that's what slows the economy down. So people aren't spending as much money, so they're not pushing prices up anymore, and the economy slowly goes into a recession, but inflation comes
0: down. Right. I mean, do you do you see any signs out there that inflation may be slowing down or you do you just see this continuing
1: no there are no signs that inflation is slowing down unfortunately um and, and part of that of course is the war with energy prices going up so much um but across the board uh, inflation is continuing to rise It sort of feeds on itself after a point inflation's going up so you have to increase your wages to your workers. And therefore, uh, your prices go up and uh, it sort of becomes a vicious circle.
0: Right. That's right. Well, that's Professor Philebron of Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. Thank you for your time, Professor.
1: Yeah, thank you. Take care.